Good morning to you. 7.34, US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo visiting North Korea last week for the third time since April. The negotiations seem to go okay, depending on who you speak to or who you heard from. Because North Korea itself, in a foreign ministry statement, accused the US of gangster-like demands. That was the most negative portrayal of of Pompeo's visit. Let's take a look at the local editorials here. Amy Bach is uh, on the line. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Alex. And we can start with the Segeilbo. Mm-hmm, sure. Segeilbo was, in fact, harshly critical of North Korea. It slammed North Korea by saying that the recent meeting proved that North Korea was not serious about complete denuclearization. The meeting was the first high-level talk after June 12 summit, so there were high hopes that the high-level meeting would build on the summit and derive more detailed roadmap towards denuclearization. However... The papers that Pompeo left North Korea empty-handed. North Korea blames the U.S. for the unfruitful outcome. It says that the U.S. insisted on unilateral CVID and had only come up with a gangster-like demand for North Korea to give up its nuclear weapons. It added that this contradicts the spirit of the June 12th summit. Pompeo dismissed it by saying if those requests were gangster-like, the world is a gangster. Yes. Um, so what did the paper have to say in terms of analysis of why North Korea would say this? Okay. The paper suggested that North Korea is trying to earn time by putting forward demands other than denuclearization, like formally ending the Korean War. Both sides agreed on forming a working group to negotiate important issues like how to verify denuclearization They also laid out a plan to further discuss shutting down a missile engine testing site and returning the remains of American service members who were lost or killed during the Korean War. However, Segeibo raised concerns that North Korea is only mentioning side issues like these instead of committing itself to denuclearization. It also suggested that North Korea is teaming up with China to gain the upper hand in the negotiation. There was also a recommendation there, wasn't there, for the, for the U.S. and South Korea? Yes, the paper suggested that Korea, U.S. and Japan should cooperate closely to maintain pressure and sanctions on North Korea. In this regard, the paper offered a positive assessment of Pompeo's remark. He said that the U.S. would maintain sanctions on North Korea until the final fully verified denuclearization is carried out by North Korea. And if we move on to the Kyunghyun Shinmun, um, what was its view on the way this negotiation went down? Mm-hmm. Kyunghyun Shinmun said it is also regrettable that there wasn't much progress made regarding denuclearization at the high-level follow-up meeting. The paper said that it is also disappointing for South Korea, who longs to achieve denuclearization and the peace on the Korean Peninsula as soon as possible. However, the paper pointed out that we should remember that we just took our first steps in denuclearization negotiations. Negotiations between North Korea and the U.S. is taking a top-down approach, meaning two heads of state agreed on the principles first, while details are hammered out at high-level and working-level meetings later. So it is no surprise that reaching a common roadmap will be a painful process. So while bearing in mind it's much easier to dish out the advice Mm -hmm. than to uh, actually implement it, what did it have to suggest? The paper suggested that since both sides agreed on the goal of denuclearization, they should not overreact to the differences that rise to the surface during negotiations. 
is that that negotiations are all about narrowing the difference and making concessions to find a realistic solution. Pyongyang Shimon also suggested that it's time for the U.S. to weigh up whether CVID is the only way to go. CVID requires unilateral denuclearization by North Korea, and it is met with resistance from the North. This time, North Korea suggested a detailed plan to denuclearize, so the U.S. should deliberate on it seriously. The paper closed by saying that as long as we could meet the ultimate goal of denuclearization and regime guarantee, whose roadmap we follow is not that important. Well, but we might be handed a, a roadmap that takes us in a completely uh-huh. other direction. I mean, that, that theory works in hindsight. Let's finish mm-hmm. with the Hangul Gilbo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hangul Gilbo agreed that the U.S. and North Korea seem to have engaged in a talk of war during the first high-level talk. It also agreed that follow-up negotiations won't come easy. However, unlike Sege Ilbo, Hangul Gilbo said that it is fortunate that both sides agreed to meet again instead of breaking down the negotiations. Also, the paper said that it is a positive sign that the North Korean state media made it clear that it wants to continue its dialogue with the U.S. and it wholly maintains the trust they have for President Trump. The paper said that such difficulties surrounding the negotiations are not a surprise considering that the two countries were enemies for the past seven decades and the amount of time North Korea invested in developing its nuclear weapons. The U.S. and South Korea are well aware of this. President Trump once mentioned that it does take a long time to pull off complete denuclearization. Also, the Blue House quoted a Korean saying that we won't feel full at the first bite. No. But uh, what was the advice from the Hangul Global? Mm-hmm. It noted that North Korea has been drawing closer to China and Russia in order to create a mood to ease sanctions on North Korea. On the other hand, Korea, U.S. and Japan made it clear at the trilateral meeting that they will maintain sanctions on North Korea until the complete denuclearization is carried out. Against this backdrop, Hangul Gilbo said if both sides failed to make a breakthrough during follow-up meetings, it could weaken the trust North Korea and the U.S. have built so far. So what's next for North Korea and the U.S.? Well, all the eyes are all on them, how all of this will unfold in the coming meetings. Yeah, speaking of China, President Trump has tweeted mm-hmm. uh, that China may be exerting negative pressure on a deal because of our posture, as in the mm-hmm. U.S. posture, on Chinese trade. But then he says, hope not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get on to, actually, the trade war a bit later in the show. For mm-hmm. now, Amy Bach, thank you with our different view today. Mm-hmm. Thank you.